Thanks for tuning in to today's Daily Drive with Lake Point Church, a daily dose of God's Word for your morning drive. When the Word, not the world, becomes the majority of your week, your life will start to change. For that reason, our prayer is that God will speak to you through today's devotional. For more digital content to feed your faith, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. And now let's dive into today's devotional. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Daily Drive. My name is Mike Bro, and as always, so grateful for the special guests that we have who sit in from time to time. Last week, it was so good for me to listen to a different voice, and I'm sure it was helpful to you as well. And you know what? It really doesn't matter who's doing the talking. It's always God who's speaking deep to deep to us. But it is so great to be back with you to continue this journey through the Gospel of John in this new year. We've been looking at the life of Jesus through the lens of someone who was an eyewitness, Someone who was as close to anyone to Jesus. And I love how even though they were inspired by the Holy Spirit as they write, each author's personality and perspective comes through. And like we said as we kick this all off, John kind of writes like a raving fan. He's not as concerned with the exact timeline of events. He just recounts story after amazing story that he saw unfold. It's like he writes, there, there was this one time where Jesus, and oh, let, me, let me tell you about another time where he And there was this other time where he just writes down these different amazing encounters that Jesus had with diverse people so that we would know he came for everybody. And as he writes down these mind-blowing, miraculous signs that Jesus gave, he wrote them down to show that he was who he claimed to be. We left off in chapter 4. We took a few days to unpack this incredible encounter between Jesus and this ostracized woman that he meets by a well in Samaria. The encounter changes her life, and fills her soul with living water. If you missed it, you can go back and read it. Well, Jesus stays in that Samaritan town for a couple more days, talking with tons of people who come out to see him because of this woman's testimony. And their lives, they get changed as well as they believe in him. So let's pick back up in verse 43 of chapter 4, and we'll see another one of those amazing stories. At the end of the two days, John writes, Jesus went on to Galilee. He himself had said that a prophet is not honored in his own hometown. Yet the Galileans welcomed him, for they had been in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration and had seen everything he did there. Now, John is recalling the time where Jesus went back to his hometown of Nazareth, and the people there rejected him. They said, you're you're not the son of God. You're the son of Joseph and Mary. You grew up down the street from me. I used to babysit you and your brothers. I watched you doing stonework, carpentry work with your dad. Messiah, come on. No way. In his hometown rejects him. But John writes, this time, as he traveled through Galilee, he came to Cana, where he had turned the water into wine. Now, we read that story just a few episodes ago. It was Jesus' first public miracle or sign to authenticate that he was from God. John writes, there was a government official in nearby Capernaum whose son was very sick. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged Jesus to come to Capernaum to heal his son, who was about to die. Jesus asked, Will you never believe in me unless you see miraculous signs and wonders? Now, I don't think that Jesus is exasperated here. I don't think he's being short with this guy. He's not saying, oh, everybody wants a miracle. Do this, heal that, come here, go there. I think he's simply saying to everyone around, I want you to believe not only in what I do, but in who I am. Because through faith, there is so much more than just temporary healing. There is eternal life in my name. Now, it's obvious that this man had faith. 
He's not just another curious bystander. He's a desperate dad. And he begins to plead with Jesus like he knows Jesus can do it. He calls him Lord. Recognizing Jesus' authority, the official pleaded, Lord, please come now before my little boy dies. And Jesus tells him, go back home. Your son will live. And the man believed what Jesus said and started home. I love how John simply puts down the man believed what Jesus said. He says, if that's what you say, I'm headed home to hug my boy. Now, there's a contrast here in chapter 4. How the people in Samaria believe in Jesus, they didn't need a sign. They believed because of his words to them. And now the people in Galilee were wanting to see some amazing deeds from him before they would believe. But this man, this dad, he believed Jesus' words to him. You see, miracles don't necessarily produce faith. Think through all the amazing things God did in the Old Testament for his people, and still they didn't believe. And lots of people saw Jesus do amazing things, but their hearts were still unbelieving and callous. But this man, this dad, had faith before there was a miracle. He knew he was standing before, as he calls him, the Lord. Verse 51, While the man was on his way, some of his servants met him with the news that his son was alive and well. He asked them when the boy had begun to get better, and they replied, "Uh, Yesterday afternoon at one o'clock, his fever suddenly disappeared. Then the father realized that that was the very time Jesus had told him, Your son will live. And he and his entire household believed in Jesus. This was the second miraculous sign Jesus did in Galilee after coming from Judea. In this moment, Jesus demonstrates that he has the power over disease and death. But you know what? Jesus didn't, and he doesn't heal everybody. And as much as I trust his power, I've come to trust his heart even more. Because there are miracles I have prayed for for other people, and they didn't happen the way I thought they would or maybe the way I thought they should. In those moments, I just cling to the heart of the Father who knows and sees and loves deeper than anyone can. Some of you have heard of Johnny Erickson Tata. She was involved in a diving accident when she was 16 and was left as a quadriplegic, and she's lived that way for many years now, and she prayed for miracles. And, and I read how she said one time, God may remove your suffering, and that will be great, a great cause for praise. But if not, he will use it to mold you and shape you and transform you. And that is the deeper miracle of healing. I don't know why God heals some and not others, but I do know that he's good. And if great health and healing were always God's will, then believers should never get sick and die. But we do. I still pray for miracles because I believe he does have that kind of power. But I trust his heart. I trust his higher ways, his better wisdom, his deeper love, because of what he tells me. And you know, everyone, like everyone Jesus healed, eventually died. Even this man's son eventually died. Lepers that he touched, blind men and women, paralyzed people, demon-possessed people, even his friend Lazarus, who he called back from the dead, he would eventually die. And that's where we all need a miracle. And he has taken care of that. Jesus, the Lord, tells us, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. And that is not a temporary healing. That's eternal. I was going through a tough time years ago and praying for a miracle. And these song lyrics found their way into my soul. 
and I never forgot them. God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't see his plan, when you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. His heart is for you. Hang in there. Believe his words. He is the resurrection and the life. See you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in today. For more biblical teaching and worship, join us for our Church Online live weekend services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. For more information, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. Thank you.